Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today, we are catching up with our friend and new mommy, Tenley Leopold. I can't wait to talk to her about her new baby girl and how everything is going. Speaking of how is everything going, how is everything going with you, Jade? Uh, it's going. <laughs> are, are you squeezing that baby in? Yeah, it's definitely baby watch time. I feel like every time <gasps> I talk to you, but I have to make it to November 1st and then we can I can have, do it. We can do it. And then I can have my home birth. That's like my goal right now. And that's really all I'm focusing on. But my body is like definitely so ready. It's insane. I don't know if I'm like that crazy person who thinks that like every little movement, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going into labor. But <gasps> I feel like I've done this before enough that I'm like, yeah, that's definitely not just like a Braxton Hicks contraction. So, oh my God. But I even, I saw the chiropractor too. I was telling you, I saw the chiropractor yes. and she was even kind of concerned. She was like, he's really low. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I don't even know anymore. Like, <laughs> Gosh, I don't well, know. I mean, I mean, how do you know? Every baby is so different. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to like be that person that's texting my midwife every day being like, oh, I don't know. What, what about today? Oh, my so, gosh. But my belly, when I look down at it now, I can't. So I used to be able to see my belly button when I would look down. And now, like, I can't see it. Oh, so belly I button list. Yeah, well, because it's just, it's, he's dropped. So because he's dropped, I can't, when I look directly down, I can't see my belly button. He's definitely dropped. Funny. Oh my gosh. Like it really could. I I told you the other day that I think multiple times a day, like, oh my gosh, is it going to happen now? Like I really do. Like because it's, I mean, it could, even though you need to suck him in until November 1st. I just don't want to have an election night, baby. Oh my gosh, no. Out of all the nights. <laughs> yes. No. I don't want that to be associated with my birth. So, <laughs> and yeah, my child. I, I mean, any day is a blessed day. But, oh my gosh, do you hear this dog drinking water right behind me? As he's being so loud. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I really, oh gosh, now he's eating. You guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. It's D- dog life. mom life as well. This is a mom podcast about babies and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. When they- one isn't annoying you, the other one is. <laughs> That's very probably true. Oh my true. gosh. So like you said the chiropractor was amazing though and you left feeling amazing. And that's that's crazy because I feel like the end of a pregnancy, you just never get any type of relief. So at least you found a way to get some type of like relief. Yeah. Well, because I've been having, which I guess she told me is ligament pain um, down my leg and it was, I was not being able to walk. Where is that? Where is that pain? Um, well, it's because he's just so low. He's pushing on like in the front of my left leg. There's like a, I guess maybe it is my round ligament, but whatever he's doing is making it feel like a garden hose is literally being like clamped. You know, like it feels like my leg is just being like clamped there and it cuts off and it shoots like this sharp pain in my body. feels like someone's like electrocuting me with a cattle prod. Like, oh my gosh, it's horrible. So I, yeah, and it stops me dead in my tracks. So I I finally was like, I just have to go to the chiropractor. (laughs) Is it a different feeling than like the lightning crotch feeling? Yes, because it's not. I mean, it's kind of like like lightning. Yeah, it's kind of like lightning crotch, but it's not in my crotch. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. 
Like you needed that feeling in some other part of your body. Thank you, pregnancy. Right. And then I feel like I'm having um, – do you remember like what like butt contractions feel like when the baby descends and it feels like they're like the contractions are in your butt? Um, No. <laughs> I think so. I was looking up descriptions. I'm like, am I the only person who feels like this? And there was this article written about butt contractions. And it was like words women have used to describe it. And one of them was like, it feels like a Shetland pony trying to run out of your butt backwards. And I was like, what? Not wrong. What a random explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I've been kind of having butt contractions. They're obviously just contractions, but you feel them back that way. Gosh. But you know what? But (laughs) you know what? It's almost done, Jade. Yes, but like, okay, so I'm like really excited, obviously, but I also am just like terrified because I really wanted – my goal for this pregnancy was to really make it to 40 weeks. I was like, I'm going to do it this time. My body's going to cooperate. We're going to make it to that 40 mark. My baby gets to cook as long as possible in there, you know, because both of my other babies were colicky, so I don't want to have that happen. I don't want to have – and I know that's not maybe correlated, but – the longer they're in there, it's just like the more their bodies are fine-tuning on the inside before they have to come out and be outside babies. I don't know. Charlie and Bella both like were super colicky and threw up all the time and they were in there forever. I don't I feel like just babies like digestive systems and everything is just like they come it's out and hard. Like, what is this world? Yeah. Are so you, that's are why you I'm like at. scared about like newborn time again? Are you like ready for it? I mean if I'm being honest, like I've – on the last podcast, Tanner and I were talking and I've been like crying every day. And if I like let myself get there, like I can get really emotional about it because I was telling Tanner last night too, we were on the couch watching some TV and I was like, I just don't know if I have it in me to find – to dig down that deep and find the strength to get through it, right? You know, like the newborn mm-hmm. stage again. So soon after just having <laughs> another baby and then taking care of two littles, I just know that like I'm really going to have to dig deep and some days I just feel like I'm, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, I, I get that, but I also feel like, I don't know. I feel like he's going to come out and you're going to see his little face and you're just going to fall so hard in love, just like you did with the, your two other kids. And that's going to make it so much easier because- that love that you have for like babies like gets you through yeah you know what I mean like it helps uh, yeah I mean (laughs) we I got I mean I've done it before I've gotten through it before last my postpartum with Brooks was really hard for me and so I know I can get through hard things like that but the mental the idea of the mental physical emotional exhaustion even on top yeah, of I, all the amazing feelings. Yeah, I get it's it. It's just a little scary because I didn't connect with Brooks right away. And I, I guess I'm scared of that again. I get that. I also think I personally, I feel like it was so easy con- to connect to a girl because like I loved like dressing her in pink and matching and all these things. And we had like these little things between us. And then with a the boy, I was like, what? What is this? These clothes aren't even <laughs> cute. Like... I don't like to play with balls, you know, and so not the, his balls, like penis, but like, <laughs> like basketballs and things. Um, <laughs> I also don't like to play with his balls Just either. Just to clarify. Don't worry, people. <laughs> um, 
but I do feel like I don't, it was harder for me to connect to a boy too, but at least now you've already done it. And now you like know what things are, like you love about boys. Yeah. I guess it was just more the initial bond when the baby was born, you know, when you, because yeah. with Emmy, it was, it was like everything I felt like ideally I could have asked for in that moment when you hold your child and for Brooks, it was very different, but I know it was because it was like more of a traumatic experience. Totally. Yeah. So that's my whole goal. This pregnancy is kind of to like reclaim that and to, to have, I guess, more of, I know I can't put pressure or expectations on my birth or my labor, but to have something where I feel like it's more peaceful and I'm more connected to my baby and I feel like maybe that'll help me through the newborn stage because having a traumatic experience can, you know, take a long time. It took me a long time to process oh, yeah. everything. So, Dude, Jade, I'll never forget when I landed back in the United States and turned on my phone and because I was on my baby moon and you had had Brooks. And when I got your text, I re- like literally thought you were joking. <laughs> when you said I just you will never believe this but I had my baby in a closet and I was like what <laughs> what do you mean this is to be some type of joke and I was like oh wait this isn't a joke oh my gosh like I just remember looking at Evan and being like oh my gosh so much has happened since we've been in the in Europe it really was crazy I feel like the thing that's helped me the most is talking to other people who've experienced it because they I feel like they have a lot of the same feelings I I felt. Mm-hmm. And also like I feel like I've been – ever since I switched to my midwife, I feel like I've just been so blessed with good prenatal care of like, oh, people, people who like holistically approach my care and like treat me mm-hmm. like their friend and care about my my – pregnancy and ask me different questions. But the chiropractor, she was like sharing with me all these stories of like different like people she knew that had precipitous labors and just like things that they like told her. And I was like, it's just so validating sometimes to hear. I felt like for a long time, like I felt guilty because I thought people thought I purposely tried to have my baby at home, you know, and people were like, oh, she did it on purpose. And it was like, no, you have no idea. This would have not been what I wanted, you know? Right. So that's because people are a-holes. Those specific people, not all people. Well, and I'm a sensitive human. Like I, I can like take those things really to heart and d- dwell on them yeah. when I shouldn't even be listening to that in the first place. It's hard though. That makes me think about our guest, Tinley, who's about to come on because she said in one of her posts recently that she's already having like mom shame. And she was like, man, the mom shame is real. I'm like, gosh, you just can't get away from it. People will always find some reason to like say you're doing something for this reason or why are you doing this or whatever. It's crazy that you you can't have a birth in your closet without someone finding something wrong with it. You can't have a baby and like, I don't know, go on the beach or something when it's two days old because someone will find something wrong with it. It's just it's wild. Yeah, it it is crazy that like we all know we parent differently and we're all different people and our babies are all different babies. So everything is not just textbook. We all are experiencing different experiences and I don't understand when we have to like project feelings and judge people on what their choices are when clearly Tenley is 
the sweetest person. You oh know, gosh, she's a, yes. you know, she's like putting her whole heart into taking care of her baby. Anybody who ever has heard her speak or seen her posts or met her knows that like 1000%. Also, her baby is beautiful. She's gorgeous. Should we take a quick break and then we can come back and connect with Tenley? Yeah. She's so cute, Tenley. I can't even handle it. Oh, your guys' kids are just the cutest too. I can't handle that. So it's oh so my gosh, her little voice. Oh, newborn baby noises. Ah. Now I know why you've done this twice and then Jade three times. <laughs> is not easy <laughs> oh my gosh okay well we need to know all of the things but how are you doing right now how is everything going how is mom life mom life is just the coolest thing in the whole wide world it's it's very i don't even know my heart is like a whole new level of like the capacity of love and all the emotions and everything. I don't even know how to sum it all up, but motherhood is the best title, the best job I've ever had. And I didn't know how, how different it would be with just how I feel. So it's going well. And I feel like the luckiest to be Rel's mommy. <laughs> Her name, which, I mean, she is so beautiful. Her name is so beautiful. Can, can you tell us where her name came from? Yeah, thank you. So we were, we had a couple top contenders for a while and we weren't telling anybody, not our sisters, not our best oh my friends, gosh. not our parents. And it was just between Taylor and I, we had a few top contenders. We knew the middle name. She's, she wants to talk to you. Um, I'm so glad. <laughs> but then we, the week of her due date, Taylor went out for a sunset surf and he came back and he said, what about the name Rel? And that wasn't on our list. And I was like, I love it. But, and then I was like, well, how, how did you come up with that? And then he told me the story of there is a um, legendary female Hawaiian surfer named Rel Sun. And she, she passed away from breast cancer, but she was really known in the surf community for just her joy and her light. And I, when I heard that, I was like, well, that is everything that I've been praying for our little baby to be. Um, so it just, it stuck. And then we still kept one of the names on the table. And then the moment that I held her, it, we were both were like, her name's Rel. Oh my, I keep getting chills over here. I was going to say, you're (laughs) making me cry. (laughs) That's so sweet. I mean, that name is so beautiful. I've never heard that name. It, I mean, it's unique and I, it's so funny because with the name like Tenley being a unique name as well, I, I've always been like, well, how am I going to find like a random name to name my child? And I feel like that was the moment when Taylor walked in and he said, what about Rel? And it just feels so suitable. And there's also when I Googled it and learned a little bit more about Rel's son, it also popped up that Rel, the meaning of Rel is child of God. So I just thought, how appropriate. Um, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. So, and all of our little babies are children of God, but I just thought, how cool is that to have that little extension? So that's, well, it was just meant to be. Yeah. Um, wow. And then the middle name is a mix. And we've, we've known this for a while, but we've kept it a secret too. Um we wanted to name her after our dads and a good way to combo that was my dad's middle name is James and Taylor's dad's name is Jay. So we just, Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. So Rel James. 
That is, I mean, I love it. I love it. When I saw you, obviously, like I was waiting for her to come out. (laughs) When I saw your post, I was like, oh my gosh, that name is so beautiful. I can't wait to see what Jade's, I've been playing, I've been doing the um, name bracket. (laughs) Oh, you have? (laughs) And I will tell you, there was a name on there and I, I can tell you guys later because we haven't told anybody, but there was a name on your bracket for the, it's a boy name traditionally, but um, we thought of, it was kind of on our list for our girl. So I was like, ah, it's on Jade's list. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Tanner and I, we like names that are unisex, like not really like gender specific more. And we also love like last names for, for first names. So like Emerson and, and Brooks are both last names. And so that's kind of like what we tend to go for, but they are there. They could be used for, I feel like either gender. And I really like that. I love that. So I'll tell you the name later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm interested now. I'm like trying to think of my, like the bracket and like what name that could be. Well, I screenshotted that the full bracket and sent it to my best friend and my sister and said, one of our names is on here. And they guessed two names and I was like, oh, that would be cute. But they didn't guess the one. So <laughs> we didn't go with that one. <laughs> oh my God. Her little voice is so cute. She's kind of raspy. She's oh, very. So Bella has a raspy voice too. Oh, uh, Bella, just your guys' kids. Seriously, like. You guys got so lucky with two girls or with girls to start out with and boys to follow. And Carly, are you done? I'm done. done. Yes. Okay. I'm done. Right. done. Maybe it's another boy and you guys just be just doing, keeping up with each other. <laughs> no. It, it, does con- <laughs> it does kind of make me sad that you're done. Oh, that I'm done. But, but I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. After Charlie was born, I just knew like, well, I had this psychic tell me that I was going to have one more, but I think she's wrong because well, I'm done. <laughs> you're in control, but how in control are you? Well, measures of being done. Let's, well, yeah, we we're yeah. being careful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking precautions. Good. Um, okay, so can you tell us about her birth experience? Yeah, I am dying to hear your birth story ever since you had your baby. So I'm like, I've been waiting for this. Well, you guys will be the first because I figured you guys want me to go for it, right? Yes. Yes. And and I do hope to share it elsewhere. So I have the keepsake as well, but I'll I'll go ahead and get in there. And I also don't know how much is too much to share, but I'm- All of it. We share everything. (laughs) (laughs) I've listened to your guys's and I love listening to the birth story. So um, anyways, we, my due date was September 17th and September 18th. Um, it was a Friday and my parents were in town, which is good. She waited until they were here from Oregon. And, um, Taylor, I started having like, I had had contractions two weeks before actually. And they were definitely different than Braxton Hicks. And I, so then they went away and the Braxton Hicks were just getting more and more intense, which it was weird. So that Friday, that Friday morning, I actually had some contractions, but then they went away and I was like, oh, that, here they go again. Oh <laughs> man. No, no, you're okay. Um, so then, <laughs> oh yeah, so the day went by and I did all the things, went on a walk with my parents and 
started making dinner and Taylor was golfing with my dad and he walked into the house and I'm standing over like making food and I am having full on contractions. And I'm like, I think <gasps> this is really starting. So we ate dinner with my parents. They left. They definitely had fun, like laughing at me through my <laughs> contractions. Oh my goodness. I, I would say that I was handling those first ones pretty well. Um, but then we did not sleep that night. They were getting really consistent. And then Saturday morning, full on. Um, and our plan was, I guess I should start out by saying, our plan was to fully be fully unmedicated. Um, and Taylor's mom is a retired doula. So once we got to that four minutes apart situation, we were um, planning to go over to her house to help have her help me uh, labor while there. And they had a nice big jacuzzi tub that they turned the salt water that they turned the um, temperature down so I could labor in that, which is very, very kind of them. (laughs) (laughs) What could happen? Um, So that was the plan. She was going to help us labor. And then we'd go to the hospital when things were looking three minutes apart. So Saturday morning, we are laboring at home. Things are getting really intense. Taylor was a rock. He was so incredible the way he held me and coached me through every single contraction. Oh, so sweet. It's so sweet. We actually kind of did the um, Bradley method approach, not to a T. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it's husband-led uh, childbirth. We're coaching. Yes. And um, so he felt very empowered and I did too. And we were doing great. And then we got to the point where we're like four minutes apart with contractions. So we went over to his mom's house. I hopped into the big old jacuzzi tub. She was amazing. I've never seen my mother-in-law in that state. And she's an amazing woman as is. But it was just, it was incredible. And Taylor got a little bit of a break. And then there were... Uh, okay. I'm going to just go for it. But like I was, the contractions had me like going to the bathroom constantly, but Taylor Taylor was still there by my side. I never thought we would cross that bridge ever. (laughs) (laughs) And he he was there for it. I was like, you don't have to be here. And he's like, nope, I'm right here with you. And I'm like, I'm pooping in front of you. (laughs) That that took away the fear of pooping on the table while giving birth. (laughs) So we were, that lasted for a couple hours. We were there, uh, maybe two or three, and then things were getting intense. They went from four to two minutes apart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. His mom's like, you need to go to the hospital now. So we hopped in Taylor's truck and she even came with us just to get us to the hospital. So she sat behind me with like essential oils and a cold compress and was coaching me through the contractions. She's amazing. That's like Um, heavenly. Seriously, um, I was I felt so blessed. And when we got to the hospital, that's where we had to say goodbye. So Taylor's dad was behind us so that he could pick up his mom. But I remember standing at the front of the hospital contracting and and just being like, ah, this is so scary. And I don't want to part with you because you've been so good at coaching me. And, and I held her and I was like, I want you to come with me. And I was thinking in my head, do I ditch Taylor or do I and take his mom or uh, for this COVID <laughs> and everything. I could only have one at my hospital. Yeah. Anyways, we ended up, Taylor and I walked into the hospital and I couldn't, I wasn't stopping. The contractions were continuing um, nonstop. I'm standing in the middle of the hallway 
having contractions and they're trying to they're like put your masks on and I was like oh my gosh about it and they were really kind actually and um Taylor got me registered while they pulled me into a room and I thought it was go time and so we get in there they do do the whole check-in um by the way they do the COVID test and oh man I, I don't even remember it um, wow. And Taylor didn't have to get tested just me, but he, um, they kind of have him wear the mask when other people are in the room. Um, you're okay, Rose. Oh, and there's a puppy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All of our, all of our little creatures. All of our sounds. Yeah. Um, so then as soon as I'm there, my doctor happened to be there already. He had been delivering babies left and right that day. Wow. And, and I chose my doctor because he's very like hands off, very modest um, in the way of elements that he might add in like if I had to have a c-section it would be because I had to have a c-section or Mm -hmm. drugs if I really wanted them type of thing he's really really cool like that but for for what I cared about so anyways we get in there and the nurse tries to check me to see how far I'm dilated and this is the part that I was like I'm not sure how much I share but she couldn't find my cervix um, she had my, her whole arm up in there and she's like, ah, in 15 years of doing this, I've never had this problem. And I was like, well, I know I have one. There's a baby. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so then my doctor finally comes, um, and that hurt by the way, cause like, oh I yeah, gosh, yeah. Up in there. And then my doctor, big old arms, he's muscular and he's like, trying to find it and his whole arm up in there. Oh my gosh. He finally finds it. And when I have my six week appointment, by the way, I'm going to be like, so what's up with the cervix? Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor's all the way up in there and trying to find it. So he finds out how much I'm dilated, but because I was doing this unmedicated, he did not tell me how far along I was. And I just assumed that he's like, all right, you're doing great. I assumed oh, I'd gosh. Seen- 20 minutes and no, a couple hours passed by and um, those contractions never slowed down. Used the restroom several times. Um, I'm not somebody who throws up, so that never happened, but it was, it was definitely making me feel not good. And we took Ugh. a shower, we did bounce on the ball, did whatever we could. Um, and it was just still constant. So we're going on 20 we're almost like to 28 hours here oh my goodness shift change or he comes back and he checks on me again he's like great moving right along (gasps) don't anything about anything disappears again shift change happens and a new nurse comes in and she's like hello i'm just gonna check you to see how far along you are and i'm like nobody except for the doctor can find my cervix you are not going in there and only doctor the doctor can so she's like, okay, I'll call him. And she comes back. She's like, he'd really like me to check you. He's, oh my gosh. Um, I mean, this was, we got to the hospital at one in the afternoon and now it's evening. She's like, he's at home having dinner with his family. So I'm going to check you. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't want your arm up there. <laughs> so she, so she checks and then she goes, oh, great. You've made it to six. She <gasps> the memo that I did not know. Oh no. Yes. And so here's the thing. When I checked in at those two minute apart contractions, I was only a four. I was enough to stay in the hospital, but I was only a oh, four. And so I made no. it to six and now we're like at 28 hours and I'm all, 
uh, my, I lost my steam. Um, yeah. I, so we kept going for a little bit longer. I prog- progressed just a little bit more. And then I started asking, so what's that epidural like? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a part of my birth plan, but I'd really like to know more about it. And so, because twenty eight hours, and I can't even imagine that. Yeah, yeah. But I was so proud that we, Taylor and I, had. I mean, really proud of Taylor. Proud of myself. I was in a whole other realm. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. The reason I wanted to do it was so that my body could relax, so I could progress. I was like, Mm -hmm. I I, I need some help here. Do you think that's going to work? And the nurse was like, you should, if I was you, I would do it. And I was like, oh, okay. So we ended up getting the epidural. The doctor finally comes back and I had not progressed (gasps) since getting the epidural. So I'm so glad I did get it because take a little edge off at least. No kidding. Um, it, it was magical to not be feeling it. The thing I hated most was not being able to move or feel my legs, but to not feel that pain and to have a break. And Taylor needed a break too. So we rested a little bit. I was still kind of uncomfortable, but but it just kept going. I just kept, he ended up having to give me a little Pitocin and by mm. um, like 3.30 a.m. he comes back and checks on me. And oh my gosh. Yeah, we're fine. So this is now the third day, Friday. Oh my goodness. Sunday morning, going into Sunday morning. So I don't know if that really counts as three days, but. Um, I think it does. So, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and maximize. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I did to get this baby here. So then, um, oh he he's like all right looking good so they started getting me to do practice pushes which um i guess my practice pushes were pretty impressive so nice. i could go grab him and uh the doctor came in and um oh he did have to break my water and there was a little meconium so that filled up the room really fast with like i don't know if you like all of a sudden the NICU people are there and other people yeah. are there the baby's going to be safe when she gets here. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, pu- I pushed for 15 minutes. Um, they let me, they had me touch her head. That was oh. insane. Um, really, really special and magical. And, um, and then a couple more pushes and they let me catch her and pull her up oh. to my chest. And there's nothing better than that moment. And then looking at Tay and it, he was emotional too. And he's a, it was just really awesome to see like that it was so magical for him as well to see oh, our yeah. world and and all that we had gone through through the last couple of days I feel like had bonded us and like even more and I feel like we're pretty bonded and it's just so incredible and then holding my baby and hearing her little raspy cry and Aww. um and she peed and pooped on me immediately oh my gosh you're <laughs> <laughs> we bonded right away um, <laughs> And yeah, that's, so that's basically how it, how it all went, but I still don't know what, what's going on with that cervix of mine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, did they tell you what's going on with your cervix? No, but I'm going to ask him like when I have my six month appointment, I'd really like to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, I mean, I don't know how that is such a, Jade and I, when, when you left us for a second, Jade and I were talking about like, oh my gosh, how did you do all those contractions so close together for so so long. long. Oh, it it was not fun, but I again, I think I just you become very primal and you do whatever. Yeah, you yeah that's and true. Honestly, I could not have done it without Taylor. He every second one started, he was holding me and breathing with me and coaching me and it was really incredible. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. 
So I'm, um, all, I'm like being so close to having a baby right now and being like super hor- hor- hormonal. Oh. I'm like wiping my tears away just hearing you talk about it. I'm just thank I'm you. so like happy for you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Because <laughs> of all of my hormones. <laughs> but um, you're going to be holding that little one so soon, Jade. And hopefully – not too fast, but hopefully following in the order you won't, aren't going to have of, of your other babies. You won't be doing a 30 hour, 30 plus hour labor. <laughs> yeah. They say that the third one, everyone I've talked to, even like people in medical care, they're like, the third one is always the wild card. You mm-hmm. never know. Like you could have had a 30 hour labor with your first, a two hour labor with your second. And the third one is just like, you know, they're unpredictable. So I'm just kind of like telling myself it's going to be unpredictable, but yes. <laughs> you, well, you've already conquered some big, big ways of bringing your babies into the world. So you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all do. That's why I love birth stories because they're all yeah. so unique and they're all so powerful and amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's magic. Just, it really, it really is. It is. So you're four weeks postpartum. Is that right? Yes. Four weeks. So She's how- a month. Gosh, that's so crazy. You- so, I, how, I mean, how is postpartum going for you? Um, I'm I'm actually really grateful to. Okay, guys, Henley just lost her connection. So let's take a break and hear from one of our sponsors. What was I talking about? Basically, you just started saying how postpartum is going. You hadn't oh. gotten far. Okay. <laughs> Maybe okay. three words. I'll start from there. So postpartum, I'm grateful to say, is going pretty well um, with emotions and hormones and everything. Um, and uh, breastfeeding is going well. But And I don't know if any of that has to do with having my placenta encapsulated and doing that. That's been a part of my postpartum care. Um, cool. But I do have a few little issues. Through my pregnancy, I was really, really... Um, miserable to be honest with pain um i couldn't sit stand or lay comfortably so there was no no relief but i also loved kind of being pregnant like being pregnant at the same time um but it's really really hard so in most of that pain came from stems from an injury that happened when i was 16 in ballet and then after dancing professionally for so many years kind of abusing those hips and my joints Mm. and stuff it really caused extra pain while carrying her. So I had something called SPD, which is symphysis pubis diastis. So basically a separation um, or dysfunction, but it's a separation of your pubic bones um, with the relaxin and then my hips being wonky from all of that wear and tear and um, mistreatment over the years. Um, mm-hmm. We just couldn't hold anything together. So um, I'm still dealing with a little bit of that. So I'm kind of frustrated and discouraged, but looking, I'm going to start seeing a pelvic floor therapist and still seeing my chiropractor because that pain is still there when I walk. And you know me, I love to be active and yeah. moving. So that's my soul food. So I'm really still very limited and I'm ready to be better. I've also had like a weird medical mystery happening from the moment I was laboring. Um, my blood pressure was really high, which didn't scare me. I thought that would be normal. I was like totally primal and trying to get a baby outside. <laughs> but my blood pressure was so high that my doctor went ahead and ordered some panels that ended up showing up that I had preeclampsia while laboring. Um. 
I never had the symptoms. I mean, he'd been watching the whole time. And so I didn't have it to my pregnancy. It like was labor, I guess, brought it on. I don't really understand how that works or if I actually really had preeclampsia, but then they followed up with some um, blood tests and it showed that my liver enzymes were really high. Interesting. Um, Rel was fine to go home as soon as we delivered, but they kept me and kept us an extra day because they were worried about what my body was doing. Oh. So, and still it's a mystery. I feel fine, but it just makes you nervous when your organs seem to not be working completely correctly. Um, so I'm still waiting for more blood tests and stuff to find out that I'm in the clear. Don't really know what it is. Um, I've seen a couple different doctors and a, a GI and just waiting. Everything looks good. I've had my organs and stuff. So, but I, guys, I really want to have a little alcohol and I'm not, I'm not drinking because I, my, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not the worst of it all. Like at least I'm healthy and can take care of my baby, but I really but like, you haven't had it in so long. <laughs> oh, so long. Oh so, my gosh. We're waiting to find out that I'm, I'm good and healthy and hopefully we'll find that out soon, but it's just such a mystery. Wow. That's it's so, so interesting. Yeah. Bodies are so wild. It's so weird. It's like your body was meant to do it, but it's going through a trauma all at the same time. And it can, oh, yeah. then, I like, mean, 100%. So, um, do you follow Dr. Jolene Brighton on Instagram? She's a hormonal no. specialist and she specializes also in like um, your organs and the enzymes and the endocrine system and how everything works together with our reproductive systems. Yeah, that's totally and she, my alley. Yeah, she t- she talks a lot about like thyroid and and all that too. But I wonder if she has anything out there about the liver. I really yeah, I, you should you should message her. I'm going. Her we sent you. Yeah, I'll um, send her. I'll send you her Instagram. Send me her Instagram because that's totally up my alley, and I'd be so curious if she's ever heard of this before. Yeah, because she's she's more of like a holistic doctor and she and like a naturopathic yes. um, doctor. And so she may have like different perspectives or answers for you than say like your OBGYN or somebody. So yeah. I'll make sure I'll connect you. And that is my preferred route is the holistic one. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I just want to know that those numbers are back down and then that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tenley, thank you so much for coming on. I wish we lived closer because I would love to. I mean, I can't go over. To I live close because of coronavirus, but I know I want to hold that little rel. Oh, oh well, thank you. I, there should be a, a gathering someday of all the little babies. Um, oh, that'd be so that would be so amazing. Fun. You guys are close, Jade. We when when all is good, love to see you guys. And meet your little ones and your third one too. Yeah, I would love to do that after he's here and everybody's safe. Maybe after the holidays, that we would all try to do something. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. jealous. I'm having FOMO over here. Well, just <laughs> you know what they say? That the air, like flying, is like safer than anywhere else right now, which is – Oh, my gosh. Uh, consider so, me there then. Yeah, but they, they say that the air on the airplane is – like as clean as a hospital's air or something like that's that. That's amazing. And I don't really understand how that works, but, <laughs> but me neither. <laughs> but I'll choose to believe it. <laughs> well, Tinley, we love you and thank you again for coming on. And thank you I so mean much. your little family is just the sweetest. 
Tenley, for any of our listeners who want to follow you in your mamahood, your your motherhood journey, where can they find you? Well, Instagram probably the most the, where I post everything, and it's I think it's still Tenley Molzon, um, but you can also find me by just searching Tenley Leopold. But um, my handle is T E N L E Y M O L Z A H N, and then um, my website which needs a little TLC <laughs> is Tenley Leopold, L E O P O L D.com. And I'm on Twitter and Facebook, but I haven't done anything over there in a long time. So um, doing, I'm sharing a lot because this is like the best role of my life. I don't know what else to talk about these days. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> You've crossed over. Oh, you- yeah. I get it. Join now. us. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've always loved you guys hosting all your kiddo stuff. That's all I want to see. And then now I'm like, okay, all I want to talk about is my baby. So that's what I'm doing. It's the best. It's the best. It is. It truly is. So thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks and thank for you for sharing on, your, your birth story with us. I feel yeah. very like honored. Thank you. Yes. Now yes. I need to do it for myself. But yes. <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye, Tenley. Bye, Ralph. She's sleeping. She said bye. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jade, that just takes me back to our Bachelor in Paradise times with Tinley. Isn't it crazy? Like where we all kind of started, like where we all met each other and now how our lives are. Oh my gosh, we're freaking out boys back then and now we're like freaking out about babies. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was one of the ones that really wanted to find somebody on the show, you know, so I'm so happy oh, for her that for she has. Sure. Taylor and now she has Rel and she just has like such like a sounds like tight family unit like his parents sound amazing and it's just nice to hear you know when stuff like that works out yeah for sure and they made one cute little baby oh my gosh cute she's so sweet oh Oh my gosh Jade soon I'm gonna be like hearing that little newborn baby sound on the other end of the line (gasps) oh I can't oh wait. Gosh. I'm so That's excited. So I told you the other day. Oh, my gosh. So I told you the other day that when I was playing with Brooks and I picked him up to hug yes. him and I like his I put his like head near my shoulder and I smelled his head and it smelled like newborn scent and it freaked me out. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, my God, that smell. I was like, I That's forgot. so funny. Your body's just like creating smells because there's like he there's no way he still smells. He like doesn't a smell. No, he doesn't smell like it. So. It was just like my hormones or something, but I distinctly smelled it on him and it just like brought it like flooded my like brain and my sensations with that oh gosh, feeling again. So and I was crazy. like, oh my gosh. I was like, it's happening. I know. And I get to like hold a little baby and smell his little head again. And Oh my gosh. <laughs> you do love the you do love the baby head smell. It's you've the oxytocin. Yeah, you've it, always loved that smell. It is the best smell in the world. Should we talk about our uh, voicemail so people can call and um, and ask us questions and they could even be on the podcast? Yeah. So we're doing something super fun, you guys. If you haven't heard it yet, we're doing voicemails on our podcast. If you want to reach out with a question for us, we may put you on the podcast. So make sure to call 844-844-MOMS, M-O-M-S, and leave us a message. That's a really good number to remember 844-844-MOMS like that's so easy I love this number anyway please tell a friend about Mommy's Tell All thank you to everyone who's gone to Apple Podcasts given us a five star rating and review it helps 
other people find the show. It helps grow our community of moms. So thank you. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. From From the the Westwood Westwood One Podcast Podcast Network. Network.